And now, live from the pod cabin in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Alison Rosen Your Best Friend Show. Tonight, Alison welcomes your guest. He's a writer and comedian who's naturally frosty tips may intimidate, but know this, he will not print chain you. It's Jordan Morris. And he's a comedian and inspirational Twitter personality. It's Mr. Big Junk. Pete the Retailer is here to produce this show one excruciating minute at a time. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus, say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Lilacoy Butter Bites. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Kathy. It's M-I-E. Now, I don't know if that's my or me or me, but Kathy, thank you for sending that in. Because, yeah, because we went to Hawaii recently, I know that Lilacoy is passion fruit. Yeah. And I also know that this microphone, someone taller than I was sitting here, and this is all wrong for me, so I'm just going to lower it while I uh, begin talking about stuff. No, you know what? I'm going to lower this later. Who? This is fine. I'm going to make it work. I'm a professional, and I am going to soldier on, despite the fact that this feels a little bit off, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff. Jenna Kim Jones was just in town and we did a bonus episode with her. Uh, Paula and Yami of the Angoras, who will be playing... Wait, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, They were here and I did a bonus episode with them and that's going to air in January. All sorts of fun stuff. Okay, so come see... Allison Rosen's your new best friend live at San Francisco Sketch Fest, January 26th. The Angoras, my old band, reuniting, musical guest. And then also Kirsten Vang's Ness of Criminal Minds is going to be a guest. And we might have another guest too. It's going to be super duper fun. And then the day before, come see Childish, the parenting podcast I do with Greg Fitzsimmons live, January 25th, sfsketchfest.com. Uh, the Childish live guest will be Jessica Curson. Okay. I would now like to say hello to my guests. And by the way, if this feels rusty to anyone other than me, it is because it's been a little while since we've been in here. So it's very exciting to see everyone's smiling faces and Daniel. Jordan, hello. Hi. Welcome. Happy New Year. It's good to be here. I, <laughs> I stretched because it it's been a while. Yeah. I didn't want to cramp up while we were podcasting. I would not want you to cramp up. So I just did some general chatting in the car on the way up here. Really? Oh. Yeah. What? When you were practicing in the car, how was I? Oh, you were. Was really, I on my game? Uh, me as you. Yeah. I was great. R- really? As you. Okay. Yeah. But so the actual me is like a step down. Uh, well, we'll see. Do you ever do that though? If you're about to answer the phone and it's maybe it's a reasonable time for someone to call you, but you maybe just got up and you're like, "Hello, hello, hello." I do that. I try to get my hello. Oh I try yeah, to make you know, sure so my voice is so, working. Okay, so here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, and I'm sure this happens to everybody, but particularly when you live alone, you can have like a day when you kind of it 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 dawns on you that you have not spoken to anyone, yeah. <laughs> and so that phone call comes, and there is a chance, like even if it's at a reasonable hour, because you have not spoken, you could have the I just woke up. 
You don't know what's going to come like, out. Like, oh, I have like a night's worth of mucus in me that has not gotten out because I haven't said anything. So, yeah, I mean, I think if when that phone call comes, you have to think to yourself, have I spoken? Mm-hmm. And probably before you answer, just yeah. get that. <laughs> so I never realized. Get, get it out. I never realized. Right. It's a night's worth of mucus that's standing in between you and sounding like a normal human. Yeah, exactly. Like, I go, this is how I talk. This is how I talk. <clears throat> this is how I talk. And then I answer. <laughs> you just pick up the phone. Normal speaking. <laughs> normal speaking here. Yes, hello, English. Regular voice. <laughs> Man speaking English here. David Huntsberger, hello. Oh, Welcome. Hello. Happy New Year. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. See you as well, yeah. In it's the- nice to see all of your faces. And Daniel, of course. <laughs> what is happening? In the intro, Daniel refer- referred to you. Referred to you. No. He did, in fact, refer to you. He referred me. to you as Mr. Big Junk. Yeah, which is inaccurate. <laughs> I Are thought you- that you were behind Mr. Big Junk. I wish. No. What's real? Mr. Big Junk? I don't know. He just is always on Tony Thaxton's page. <laughs> yeah. Chiming in with uplifting things, but his profile yeah. pick is a little like, alarming. This is like parting, this parting is all a, his nudes. This is a Twitter rando. <laughs> this is actually a, a, a fictional rando. Oh, okay. But you. um, you could. But it seems like he should oh, be okay. real. Right, this is yeah. kind of a stand-in for all Twitter randos. If you want to talk about like the the random guy who's giving you shit, I feel like oh, that's a, Mr. Big Job. Yes, but I feel like he's the opposite of a troll. He's there to um, you know uplift a man in a dark time. But it was always very suggestive. Yeah. Like, oh, if only you had someone to lick that jelly off of you. Yeah. I'm available. He sounds like a complex like character. He's very strange. I was, right? I was convinced it was you, man. <laughs> no. Really, he has your cadence, you know? Uh, no, I mean, his diction is it's exceptional. Yeah. That's a little too good of a word, honestly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, he has, a, he has big diction. very Mr. Big Junk. <laughs> that's yeah. very right. suspicious. <laughs> uh, did you go anywhere over the holidays? Because as... We know from a recent episode that this moment even made it into the 2019 Listener Picks Best Moment. If you've traveled somewhere and someone else has also traveled somewhere and they ask to go first because they don't want your travels to dwarf theirs, I will, even though I agree, I will still go to you first. <laughs> you remember that happening? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so, David, I had big travels. Yeah, last year, it's weird. All throughout last year, everyone would say, How are you feeling? You know, after my hospital ordeal. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm fine. Everything's fine. But then one year later, it's weird to mark all the days. It's more significant for some reason, especially starting year, to be like, Oh, yeah. It, I didn't get to start the year last year. I missed right. like the whole first month. And so we were really against traveling this year. Mm-hmm. We were like, but then uh, my aunt and a couple of cousins I hadn't seen in years and I really wanted to came to San Diego. So not too far. And we were like, we'll just go on Christmas Day. And then I was like, you know what? It's worth it. So even though it was just traffic and just a few hours away, there was still this weird feeling of like, okay, we're doing it. We are traveling for the holidays. But it was fine. There was no traffic. We breezed right down there, had a great time. Everything went very smoothly and then made it back and and. Almost no traffic as well. So infinitely better than last year. Were you yeah. worried you were going to jinx yourself again and have an appendix situation? Again? No, no. I just didn't want any stress or hassle whatsoever. Right. I didn't right. even want to see brake lights. I just wanted to like lay on the couch and be like, ah, 
not having to worry about like switching hospitals and freezing <laughs> at night or I'm sorry oh. I laugh it's just that's not not a normal concern when <laughs> when one travels <laughs> yeah it was just and having that many people you know they all had to adjust their plans where they yeah. were staying where they were, there's just so much like uncertainty with it it just it felt like this year was going to be great to like and we kept saying that all year we're not going anywhere and then my mom's like well they, everyone's coming well, you could go somewhere. <laughs> what if you just went to a little place? <laughs> just go to a no, little mom. place. No, mom. No. I told uh, you just no. a little place. All places are big. No, mom. <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten until you were saying that. Um, I remember the first, uh, it was like April or March by the, the first time that you were able to do the show in 2019. Uh-huh. Really? That oh, was yeah, your first right. show of the it year. Yeah, it, it because you had been... Uh, you had been waylaid by your Puerto yeah. Rican appendix <laughs> yeah. situation. Such a weird way to start a year. Like even this year, just having time to think about. Like I'm not usually that big of a resolution person mm-hmm. or something, but just being able to like, oh, like wake up at a decent hour or any new little habit you want to implement. There is something about switching from one year to the next or a whole new decade, right? To kind of go, oh, right, here we go. And last year, that was like the furthest thing from my mind. So missing a whole month, you do kind of feel it'd be like not the same as being in a coma, but being in a different country and just outside of what everything what everyone's doing when you come back you do feel like everyone's been running around in a race or something like guys when did this start yeah. <laughs> i'm on the sideline what's baby yoda explain baby yoda to me i don't get it can i back up and just say the puerto rican appendix sounds like a uh, sex move that you only do on your birthday <laughs> these are that you overdo on your you birthday? only do only on, on your, your birthday. birthday once a year babe i thank god it's uh time for the puerto rican appendix <laughs> That's right, I'm Patrick Warburton asking <laughs> asking my wife for the Puerto Rican appendix. <laughs> That's right. Dan- Daniel Quantz, hello and welcome. Uh, hi. You've been uh, not having me on the show lately. That's so not it's true. nice to be back. <laughs> welcome back. Good to have you back, buddy. Were you on some sort of like probation or something? Pretty much. No. Oh what happened is our babysitter was sick for two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, but we did. She didn't announce I'm going to be sick for two weeks in a row. It just, just so happened. It's hard. It is hard when you have little kids because if someone is supposed to watch them and then they're like, it's hard to have little kids. <laughs> so first of all, it's hard to have little kids. But then, it's, second of all, it's I've heard hard. parenting's a breeze. <laughs> I take care of a cat, and it's the exact same thing. <laughs> Is, that's what I think. I think that. It's hard. You dump when... a little dry food in the bowl once a day and then <laughs> yeah. they sleep, right? No, they clean themselves. They right? do. They clean themselves. It's hard when someone who is supposed to babysit them says to you, I feel okay, but I might be getting sick. Right. Balls in your court. Sure. Right, yeah. but actually, this time she knew she was sick. But still, it's just you cool. don't ever. You never want to like expose them to further stuff. So anyway, uh, Daniel and I both decided it made the most sense for Daniel to just we just have and we have no bench right for the caregivers uh sports reference yeah you don't have you don't have a backup right no no one to call so it's just one of our uh resolutions for this year is to find more babysitters so anyway you're back though how's it feel it feels great like i never left (laughs) (laughs) and then new person alert Doing, doing, doing. Is there a drop for that? No. <laughs> there, we need oh, one. Yeah, we'll just loop that back. We'll yeah. great. <laughs> doing, doing, doing. <laughs> it oh, is. Someone they call Pete the retailer. That's me. 
And the listeners might know him if they listen to Star Wars Minute because you're one of the people on Star Wars Minute and you're the producer of it, right? Yes. But you have a history in merch, and that's why they call you Pete the Retailer. <laughs> you have a history in murder. Nope. Uh, <laughs> that's How'd also you find cool. out. That's cooler than. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, not to throw shade at merch. No, no, no. Merch no, is cool. I, I worked retail comic book retail for uh, about 10 years oh, and that's mm. how i met my co-host and then all my comic book friends i was pete the retailer because they all how do you themselves. how do you feel about the character comic book guy from the simpsons um disturbingly accurate <laughs> <laughs> so nice of your and, friends not to adopt that nickname yeah and go comic with book the guy. retail yeah, yeah. Um, we like people that come with their own nicknames. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, because it's been, been so stressful trying to come up with the pressure tony yeah, yeah. And it's like we're almost ready to can him because we can't, you know. And it allows right, you to yeah. be kind of bad at your job. Like people get down on Larry the Cable Guy, but mm. his name's not Larry the Comedian. Right. <laughs> doing okay for a cable guy. doing pretty guy. good right. for yeah. a cable guy. Right. 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 Yeah, you, I'm not a podcaster. <laughs> I'm a retailer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so I'm just you, a cable guy. I mean, yeah. you know, they I'm trying my be best. I, they threw me up here, gave me this mic. Get her done, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so Tony is currently on tour with uh, Motion City Soundtrack. Yes. My mouth wants to say Motion City Devils, and that's an I've been, oh, yeah. I've been Murder City Devils. Way right. easier to say though. Yeah. Is that Motion the City is, Soundtrack motion... begs you to say Motion C- Shitty. <laughs> oh, I didn't no. it. Oh. Very odd. Like oh, so many times, shitty. I'm like, "Oh, my friends in this band, motion shit." Well, they're motion lucky. They're city. lucky. They're good. They're lucky. They're a good band. <laughs> yeah, so yeah no, no. Go one see them live. Really fun. Yeah. I've seen them live. Did you guys go? Have you seen them? I haven't seen them yet. He oh, invited man. me. You but gotta I'm go see be, Tony. Yeah. He just really. The audience has been chanting Tony. Yeah. Oh, he's been it. Yeah, they've been awesome. chanting yeah. at like two of the four recent live shows. They've been chanting Tony in the middle of it. Hell yeah. Which, he of course, he's, he's bewildered by. He's like, what, what, me? <laughs> right. And then they yell, play the drops, play the drops, <laughs> right. which is strange. And then he plays Patreon. They all go nuts. <laughs> well, they're playing LA. Tony Thaxton. Actually, you could go. So they're playing LA on the 24th. This is going to be a great weekend for But DQ. I, yeah. that's the day that I'm flying up to San Francisco oh, for Sketchfest. I'm going to have to thank Janet for booking you on that. <laughs> well, you're really going to live it up while I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. and Don't Stop or We'll Die mm-hmm. with also Paul Rust them? and Tony Thaxton and Michael Cassidy, what? who were recently all on the show nice. together, are opening for them. I know. Jesus, I wish I could go to that. That would be great. Anyway, that back to Pete the Retailer. He's filling oh. in for Tony. Okay. While Tony is, what city is he even in right now? Uh, Boston, I believe, tonight, mm. as of this recording. I've when never- you listen. Who knows? Who knows? I've never even been to Boston. Can you believe it? Uh, but I just want to—I just want to put a plug because I know there's some Star Wars fans who listen to this show. If you don't know Pete's podcast, Star Wars Minute, check it out. It's a really like—it's uh, an addicting show. Thank you. It is. It, addicting in, is a good word for it. <laughs> I was in uh, New Orleans years ago, and in like a souvenir shop, and they just had a barrel of pre-made. Um, Oh, what's it called when you make like a voodoo doll, but it's you make an effigy of someone and you stab it with needles and stuff like that? Voodoo doll. Uh, yeah, voodoo is it doll. a voodoo doll? Uh, yeah. Effi- okay. yeah. yeah voodoo so it's just doll. something that kind of looks like every, it's just a generic, like just a starter gen- character in a video yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. And I always was under the impression that you had to make it yourself and pour all of your own evil feelings into the doll for it to work with some spells and stuff. So this woman that worked at the store <laughs> saying that like they're like it's like it's a real my yeah. you're like I doubt I doubt this is going to work. Well, I was supposed, you're supposed to put your evil feelings. Are there enough evil feelings in all of these? <laughs> yeah, you fucked it up. I didn't feel nothing in my shoulder. How much of this is rayon and how much of this is evil feeling? Yeah. Is there a tag that shows the percentage? <laughs> Correct. And 
mean, ask yourself how much you really know about voodoo dolls. Right. Yeah. Right. What, what, in my mind, there's some element of that. I like involved. to read right. ask.com before I make my <laughs> voodoo dolls. Usually, see, so. I like to get in there person to person. I'm with. I yeah. see this woman, and I don't necessarily want to make small talk, but I am curious. Sure. Why would you have pre-made dolls that you could just buy poke needles in it? This yeah. is Jeff, and then <laughs> Jeff Fox. That's right. <laughs> take that, Jeff. It's probably someone you don't even know. Yes, pr- I'm, I think it's Jeff, and then there's this are. guy named right. Carl. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Jeff's Jeff, fine. Jeff, Jeff wins the goddamn lottery. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you totally like Carl. If you I him. like Carl. And right. I Carl's see this guy walking dude. down the street, and he's shouting in the stars, and he's got garbage bags on his feet. And I go, oh, someone grabbed the wrong voodoo doll. And look at this guy's life. And so I say to this woman. Guy writhing a voodoo doll. Oh yeah, Yeah. somebody reached into the bin of voodoo dolls. (laughs) (laughs) And I say something to this woman of like, "Should are you supposed to have a hand in making it? Can you just buy them like this?" And she just looks at me, (laughs) then through me, and goes, "I am so sick of stupid questions." (laughs) Oh my god! Just walked away. And I was like. You're the one selling You're selling things. That'd be funny. I'm so I'm so sick of stupid questions. And then she turns into a flock of bats. I would have bought all of them. If that happened, how could you not? But it she just So my question, Pete the retailer, how do you handle a situation like that? You got a rube, you got a fish on the hook. Right. But you have to deal with their inanities. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not Mr. Big Junk. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a, something that Mr. Big Junk would say, though. Yeah, there's a balance there. You have to, you know, you humor people to a certain extent, but sure. it's yeah. not, you know, it, you can't always live by the customer is always right kind of a thing. You have to give them, you know, give them a little bit. Are there any? Not all the way. Are there any? You know, hazards of of working comic book retail, particularly like what, what is the version of that? What is the version of, (laughs) do these voodoo dolls have enough evil feelings in them? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's how I phrased it. No, no, that's what you said. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, There was a lot of, uh, you know, people wondering why, uh, like when I, I started when I was young, it was right after the death of Superman um, debacle. So there was a lot of people upset that, uh, you know, like, Oh, I just bought this comic, but news said it was going to be important. So uh, why isn't it worth a thousand dollars already? I bought it last year. Oh yeah, the a lot speculator of speculator like times. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and the comics industry got weird around then too. So it's a, it was a lot of. Uh, I wouldn't blame the customers fully. That's just not me being uh, me being super nice. It's not me <laughs> wanting to still appease them after all these years. And just, uh, they went next door to the Beanie Baby store, and <laughs> yeah, oh, eventually we I need to make my money back somehow. <laughs> so I can so buy all these. Beanie how do babies. you know Tony? Is it from his um, love of Star Wars? Um, largely, I think we we have a mutual friend, Adam, who uh, kind of put us in in touch with each other because we were, we have similar interests, and we both like I think. Our first season, he was on our first season, and he was just starting to get into podcasting around the same time. So, hmm. so out. can I ask another stupid question? Please, yeah. <laughs> so, never stopped you before. Okay. Growing up, who is gonna who is gonna now look at David and look through him and then be irritated by his <laughs> question? Someone's got to do it. It'd be great I, if we all we we're all gonna do we'll it. We all do it, right, and then yeah. fair enough. Uh, Pete just closes up. the laptop, turns off the mics, and we all just go home. Great bit, <laughs> great commitment to a bit. Worth it. Uh, growing up in Reno, you know, going out on the weekends, uh, trying to get into what we, you know, walk around to like slot machines, see if we could play them. And usually mm-hmm. you could for a while. And then someone would come over and be like, 
generally a group of four or five people don't hover around one and giggle every time someone <laughs> pulls the thing. Get out of here. Like, okay, but they've, you know, it was it wasn't like you're going to jail, kids. Like get out of That's here. That's like when I went to a strip club at seventeen. <laughs> Same. Go ahead. The same sort of feeling of like, yeah, stop. Why are you giggling? Stay around the stripper giggling. Right. Tee hee boobies. <laughs> when you're 16 or 17, you're convinced that the moment you even appear, like someone hovers out of the sky and throws you out onto the street, when really you could walk in and sit down, and then someone will come over and be like, eh, the other customers are looking at me weird. Do you have an ID? So, like, we would try. Where can we get in? Where can we go when we're too young? We went into one of the, like, I guess, what would you call it? Like a sex shop where they have videos and toys and all this. And But in Reno, they had, like, a back room. Oh. And so we go in there as kids, and we're kind of, like, you know, showing each other the toys. Like, yeah, you know, dumb kid stuff. But then there are, like, some real creepy-looking characters in trench coats. But there's also, like, this weird <laughs> sweetness about them. Like, what? in television and stuff, you, you see them, and they're just like, hey, all I do is my last children. But in a <laughs> you really... <laughs> all I do. <laughs> <laughs> in a given moment. But we look over and see some of these characters are pretending to shop but clearly they just want us to leave so that they don't get seen going into one of the back rooms and there where was they like, have what like booths or... they would maybe have private oh, pornos mm-hmm. showing maybe you could like treat yourself to yourself or something like that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know there were Ooh, some near where... day <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna masturbate <laughs> <laughs> there were some near where I grew up that had in the back, and I didn't. I only knew this because the signs, because I was little. Uh, where they were like, remember that Madonna video where he put the quarter in and the thing goes up and she's in there? They had those. Is that was in Paris, mm-hmm. Texas but that was in the- too? Which, by the way, is going to be the only sort of erudite film reference I make ever. <laughs> All right. Thank fantastic, you. honey. Uh, in the show Pose, which yeah. is fantastic, uh, they have those rooms. Oh, okay. <laughs> The, the divider and yeah. that could have been happening in these rooms I really don't know what was back there other than it was clear at one point that we were like we should leave this guy or these two guys or however all look very weird but also like there was a genuine like earnestness or kind of like an endearing quality Sounds like you saw thing. their vulnerability yeah and I'm curious like at a comic book store even when you see the most <laughs> uh, actually it was 1933 when you know like just comic book Very guy, similar. right do you still see that same kind of like oh I can see some where why this person is right right there yeah. but for the grace of God okay now <laughs> now we all descend on him right. oh, yeah. I'm so God. tired of dumb questions <laughs> Yeah, really. Daniel, you didn't fair know. Enough. Thank you. Fair enough. That's fair, guys. That yeah. was it done. It's, yeah, all the time. Exactly that. And for a while, eventually we got rid of it. But there was a, um, you know, we'd have a section in the back that had adult comics. Oh, yeah. Mm. So that was like double that. Yeah. Oh, oh adult God. comics yeah. like, like uh, Fun Home. Yeah. <laughs> With like, yeah. mature themes. Yeah. So, Cycle, you know. Ooh, right, yeah, home. Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ghost World, eh? Yeah, exactly. My, my teenage story of that exact same kind of thing where I was like, I went into the... the it happens in a comic shop because I was a nerd, not a, you know, I went to the adult section. I was like, oh, my friend and I found a book. We're like, yeah, we're going to buy this. And the guy was like, okay. Yeah. And it was a, a book called Omaha, the Cat Dancer. Yeah. Which is, yeah. <laughs> not, not very, there, there are some, 
it's basically like a fuzzy, like uh, fuzzy, fuzzy, furry, furry. There we go. It's a, like a furry soap opera thing that happens to have like some sex and boobs in it, but it's not like it's not like a rock, like a porn. It's but not like what like we are looking for. We're like, yeah, we're going to be totally turned yeah. on by this drama about this one cat who's in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like well, I guess it's imprinted of... on my sexuality, yeah. and I have no choice now. This is his bartend fake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Dave, yeah. you were asking if he was able to see the vulnerability in the most annoying comic book fan, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it, totally. Because you see, well, it, 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 same oh, thing. the humanity. The, yeah. Yeah, just something oh, the humanity. that, you know, it, it's <laughs> rare. And I think there's certainly a person I have in mind where you're like, I don't like a single characteristic about that human being. Right. Uh, but otherwise, for most people, like there's something that you will see or like just feel emanating off them. You're like, again, not Mr. Like a sadness. Uh, it's something, just something that show you can see them as a little kid, like trying to catch a baseball and dropping it. You'll see something where you're like, oh, I know your whole life. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. why you're like yep. that. I know that. I feeling. remember uh, there was this girl that I really didn't like in grade school, but she liked to collect stickers. And I'm like, well, now I have to like her. <laughs> and it wasn't even because I also like collecting stickers, although I did. But yeah, I mean, every everyone did. Yeah. The sticker 80s um (laughs) i just mean there was something that was so for me usually that thing is like something that's innocent Mm -hmm. like innocent and childlike we actually were children but still i you could show me the most awful person and if there's something innocent and childlike about them i will find a way to like have empathy for them which is actually not always a good thing i don't think it is and it isn't I think it just it it made you empathize. That's all. Yeah. Right. This is reminding me. I was at meltdown. Have I told my Robin Williams story? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I've heard it, and I would assume it was on this show. Yeah. But it could have been after. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe this is you... another one, David. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you have to tell it now. Well, just that it was that, except it was Robin Williams, and he was in meltdown, and I was with my friend, and we were just like, you know, I don't know. We, we were, it was it was like a Friday night, so we probably had some beers and we were having fun. And he was there to buy action figures. He like collected yeah. like large. He used to come into it? the store that I worked in. Oh, really? Like semi regularly. So, so he yeah, so he great collected taste and stuff. toys, right? Yeah. yeah, and so he was just standing there listening to us, like he wanted to participate, but he was yeah. shy. And I'm like, but you're Robin Williams. <laughs> like, come on, of course we want to talk to you. And there was something so sad about it. Yeah. And then uh, the next day, no. I didn't remember no, I that know. part. It was the next day? No. no it wasn't. Oh. I, was I like, was trying yeah. to make this story better. And he goes up to the clerk, oh, do you have the one about the cat in the wheelchair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I start Ooh. crying. <laughs> That's interesting. So he had come into your shop. Yeah. I have one of my one of my main failures as a retailer was uh we we would we had the the empty cases for DVDs out on display, and then we would go if somebody wanted to get mm. them, we would go get a fresh copy and he wanted to get this I forgot which series it was it should be burned into my memory but there was an uh, an anime series uh that was like six discs or something like that and he wanted it was the last copy that we had he was like i'm going on a long flight i need something really uh kind of engrossing to watch substantial to watch i'm like oh great and i went up and i got the uh you know got the discs put it with the other stuff that he was buying packed it all up and he goes out the door and then I see the discs sitting there. Like I gave him like the case, but the discs were somehow oh, not no. in the bag. And he was going straight to the airport to go on this long oh, flight. No. We tried calling his uh, the the number that we had was for his agent or his publicist or something, <laughs> and it was just like they couldn't do anything. So he got on the flight, opened up the case, and oh, it was empty. And I just had that like, oh, man. he's going to be so disappointed. 
That uh, was for Flubber, dude. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get a chance to talk to him after that? I didn't. Uh, no, I kept uh, like in the back of my head was always like, okay, next time I just have to apologize and I'll like, you know, I mean, what what can I do? This took a real sad I turn. Well, I, know, I know. I'm sorry. Well, the only, I, I mean, there is any upside. It's like, doesn't matter now. That's, that that's, that's way less that's sad. Great call. Because <laughs> he, he had a flight and it was over. Yeah. He, he, yeah. For sure, he, he exactly. you know, appreciated the scenery of uh, flying to Japan. Uh, wait, did I you mean that as a joke or no? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> of course I meant that as a joke. I don't know. I was thinking yesterday, though, about how crazy it is that he's gone. Like, it's just weird to think that he, oh, yeah, that happened. Like, some people, yeah. like Patrick Swayze, mm-hmm. like, it's been 10 years or something yeah. since he died. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just, anyway, yeah. I thought, yeah, there would have been more of a thing. It felt like the way Michael Jackson's death was handled, that was how it was going to be for, like, Prince and David Bowie, Tom Petty. And that was a crazy oh, yeah. kind of run that people were just like, well, death happens. And it seemed like just kind of moved on. There wasn't the same level of... To, like, process it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems like there should be giant funerals in, like, every stadium or arena. It's almost like everyone tweeting on Twitter about, hey, uh, this is what this person meant to me, doesn't do it. Like, that's not (laughs) enough. enough. Yeah. 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 But, I don't know. So how was everyone's uh, Christmas and New Year's and holiday season? Uh, mine look, was I'm nice. staring at you, Jordan. Uh, thank you. I went to, so my family's in Orange County. Um, and so, yeah, so I definitely don't have to do, I've never had to do like holiday, intense holiday travel. So thank goodness. Uh, yeah, I've just like always lived in California and, you know, family's always been close-ish. So yeah, the, the, the holidays are not a, are not a big stressful thing for me. Thank goodness. I have a pretty small family too. Um, so yeah, so, you know, Christmas, you just go down there. Uh, mom fixes a little meal. Y'all go see little women. Stepdad falls asleep. Everybody else cries. That's Christmas. <laughs> uh, and then I also love, uh, too, because I usually don't stay, you know, uh, down there. Uh, Orange County, it's about an hour away mm-hmm. from L.A. Um, so, you know, I don't usually stay, although my mom would love it if I would stay mm. in the guest room. Uh, there's 10 pillows on that fucking bed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to have to. Rem- I, I think just when you're. Just an, decorative pillows. You're an older woman and your kids Where do you leave a nest. It's old, though. Huh? Don't, you over, don't you go over to like friends' houses that have a guest room? And I think it's a sign of like, we're adults. We're right. 33 and we bought a house and here's nine pillows to bring. We want you to be comfortable. There's every, <laughs> every gauge of pillow here, yeah. every softness, uh, uh, every material. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, but yeah, I don't, you know, I like to be in my house. I like to be around my stuff. Your cat. My cat. I, I enjoy the cat. I'm perhaps too emotionally invested in her. You can't but, bring uh, the cat? Uh, I don't think the cat would like it. Oh, uh, okay. But oh. yeah, and you know, I'm worried she would get out or she would hide or, you know, they're... They don't enjoy travel. Or she yeah. would like it too much down there. She yeah, really she might like it too much. Uh, she's like, there's so much parking down here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so safe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm closer to P.F. Chang's. <laughs> That's my cat's one complaint about L.A. Not enough P.F. Chang's. I mean, maybe if you go to the Valley Board, it's Hollywood. Right. So it's going to take an hour. Uh, Orange County, no shortage of P.F. Chang's China Bistro. Um <laughs> A P.F. Chang's in Burbank closed recently. I was just going to yes. say, I just what learned that there was one. What happens to the giant stone horse <laughs> outside every P.F. Chang's? Because, you know, like, 
you know how you when you see a building and you're like, oh, that used to be an IHOP because yeah. it's like, yeah, do they just auction it off and now there's some eccentric out in Lancaster who has a <laughs> giant stone horse? There's yeah. a dude at Medieval Times you know? who just goes, hello, yeah, not interested. <laughs> Another, why can't you keep these things open? I don't need any more. <laughs> I bought three of these things from you. Uh, it just goes into end- a TGI Fridays. Yeah, the, that has a <laughs> giant stone horse with a a, a straw boater on his yeah, head. Exactly. And, uh, some uh, pins. So wait, did you spend <laughs> the night Disney down pins? there? No? I did not. So I'd love not. to come back up post. Um, well, the women. traffic's great. The traffic's you know? amazing. Yeah. You, you, you do it in 40 minutes and feel like a goddamn superhero. Wait, where in Orange County are you? This is the, the hyper-local part of the podcast. Yes, where in Orange exactly. County are you going? Uh, so I, I grew up in minutes. Mission Viejo. Right. Uh, my uh, mom lives in Huntington Beach. Okay. Right there off the... 405 freeway nice. get off on golden west mm, <laughs> get off I golden west <laughs> yeah there's a great outback steakhouse right there by the sears that's still open um so i love to i always love to come back to la uh kind of on the night of a holiday and find the one bar that's open it's oh. really or not the one because there's a few and you know just kind of like do a little mass text like hey anybody who's in town like meet at this bar we'll get a drink there's always like some great weirdos around it's always like great people watching and good vibes so uh yeah did a little uh did a little after after little women's sesh at the frolic room uh there on hollywood boulevard had a grand old time bob's frolic room is it called bob's frolic room i at one point it was oh weird um does anyone know what i'm talking about i, I, I do not that re, i mean it tracks to me that that <clears> place <throat> it's a little bar it's near the pantages theater um I feel like Bob's Frolic Room was like closer to, wait, no, that is Sunset. Yeah. It was closer to like Coconut Teaser and stuff. Oh, I don't know Coconut I, Teaser. Oh, you don't? Yeah. Is Coconut Teaser even still around? This is back no. in, this is like before I moved to New York. Uh, the wife only lets me do the Coconut Teaser on my birthday. <laughs> the and the Puerto Rican Appendix, was that what it was called? Or Puerto, Rican. Uh, Puerto Rican Appendix? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was calling back to that. The, the Frolic Room, like next door to the Pantages Theaters, uh, is arguably the most historic and quintessential dive bar in Hollywood. Ooh. Some um, might say. It opened to the public in 1934 as Bob's Frolic Room. Hey. I'm from Whoa. 1934. Wow. Were you channeling some sort of <laughs> ghost who was uh, when, uh, what, throttled it, in the back room? Does it say room? when it changed? I don't... I'm looking for because it. Because if it was it. like in the 30s, then what's then going on? Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Maybe. I think it was Bob's yeah. Frolic Room. This is some shining shit right here. This like, is you've like, always been here. This is like the late 90s, early 2000s. I think it was maybe still be. Bob's Fro- yeah. Frolic Room. Huh. And I don't know when the coconut teaser. Anyone else know that one? I don't. What was that? That was just a um, a club that my band played once. Okay. But did you know the Sugar Shack? I know the name. I didn't go oh, there. But like the all the the clubs that yeah, were yeah. on the strip. So there's like the Roxy and the Whiskey, and I think oh, coconut right. teaser was part of that. Sure. The name the linguistics involved with coconut teaser are so i love it and i was thinking the other day is of that like, a drink too coconut it's gotta be it's Maybe. gotta be yeah it's, it's such a perfect like syllabic combination yeah i'm playing the coconut teaser okay mr big junk <laughs> <laughs> i think of like how it's changed from you guys getting off stage during the height of the band to now to whenever the 40s like that it would we we think of it as like oh that's how those people talk they were different they were exactly the same just the language was different it was totally no, like now if someone got off stage and it was, a person came over like i loved your set i bought you a drink and you'd 
eat men, women, whoever would go, oh, it's, that's awesome. Thank you. That'd be totally normal for anyone to say. But everyone back then would say something the equivalent of like, wow, doll, you're a scream. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> something, which would just be so normal and to us. Like, why are you talking like that? <laughs> Speaking right. of people who talk like that, have you been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No. Have we talked about this? Did you start it or <clears throat> not? Have you ever seen I it? didn't like Gilmore Girls. And you can save your hate mail. There's just not <laughs> enough silence. It's always dialogue. Yes, that's that's that the crazy. main thing. So like the cadence, the patter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mrs. Maisel is similar. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like that, but on drugs. It's like more. I feel like it's way more, right? Because I think she, she, what's her name, Paladino? It's just as like she's giving herself more permission to just lean way into that because of the uh, period ofness of it all. Mm-hmm. So everybody, every single actor in it is in like, hey, like it's. I think Gilmore Girls is a tiny bit more restrained, but maybe and not. I would never even call it restrained. So there you go, Dave. How was your vacation? Well, we know a little yeah. bit. You went down to San Diego, yeah. and we saw what exit out. you get off on. <laughs> <laughs> you get off on. Uh, it's near uh, the seventy-eight oh. Carlsbad Village uh, Road or Drive. Something that's near Carlsbad that. Carlsbad is cute. Great yeah, exit. cute little village. That whole area, Cardiff by the Sea, yes. Del Mar, the whole area there. A lot of surfers live there. I feel. I think in general, white people are not very cool. I think skaters are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think surfers are kind of cool. Everyone else just a little too uptight. What about white mm. people in ska bands? The uncool. <laughs> oh, <ska laughs> the least cool. Even what if they about... skirt surf or skate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even they... As soon as they hit the stage with that trombone. <laughs> as soon as you put on a Hawaiian shirt with uh, checkerboard suspenders. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was just thinking recently <laughs> if I had to describe. Sometimes I'll do this thing where like, if someone say, want to see a movie? And you go. Sure. They go, what do you want to see? And you go, anything without, and then it's almost impossible to put out an actor's or actress's name that you wouldn't want to see a single piece of their body of right. work. But in music, I've, if someone said, what kind of music don't you like? I would say, well, if you're starting a radio station, I'd prefer if you didn't have music that if you imagine the band playing, you could imagine usually a gentleman with a fedora, saxophone around the neck, sunglasses and a t-shirt or sorry a silk button-up shirt that has either a checkerboard or piano keys print on it (laughs) anyone involving that i don't want to hear and ska bands are too close to that sure yeah Yeah. it's the cousin of uh, (laughs) that kind of like wait uh, what is it about that let's 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 pinpoint what that is so that guy it's 80s ish for sure Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm feeling i'm feeling very stray cats rockabilly very i love huey lewis in the news it's I think, it's, think of yeah, man- I feel like mo- Huey Lewis and like right. that kind of stuff. I maybe. think it was people I'm thinking that mannequin. May, yeah, in that in that realm, I think it's people that saw that and were more interested in the scenesiness of it than the music. <laughs> right, that just right. went. Like, I like the neon and the palm trees. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's a lot of like, well, I'm a history teacher, but we got to get get this. Uh, <laughs> Give me my shirt. <laughs> They're pretty good musicians, but just so uncool. <laughs> yes. Orange County has a lot of rockabillies still. It does. Sure it, does. It, it goes with car it culture. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys are right next to like a big rockabilly hub. Have you guys been into Joe's All American Bar and Grill? No. No. We're that's still. We where, need to discover our. That's where the L A. scene of that hangs out. Really? Like they have like swing dance nights and you know jitterbug honey yeah should we swing dance and j- jitterbug <laughs> and do the charlton cha-cha do the charlton cha-cha 
<laughs> Get a sitter for the night. Do the Charl. You're like you could walk there. The Charleston, <laughs> Charleston Cha Cha. <laughs> I don't know. Let's definitely I, do that. Um, I always, I always, I so I've been in there a couple times to Joe's All American Bar and Grill, and it's 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 a goddamn blast. It's so fun. Like you know, people are you know people dancing on a dance floor, uh, and yeah, and you got people with the kind of like rockabilly look, you know, uh, uh, circa Stray Cats. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think from uh, when I was a when I was a kid and first kind of like venturing out to like see live music, I always like those were the like girls I always thought were cute, the and poodle skirts. Yeah, the, sure, dressed with cherries on it, good glasses. The Betty Page girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, sure. I, Bangs so, that are kind of up. Yeah, like a Betty Boopish. Girl. Yeah, a boop, <laughs> a boop type. <laughs> so Audrey Horn and Twin Peaks. Oh, I've never seen Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. Um, With the saddle shoes. and Yeah, the... yeah. Sure. Uh, so part of me, every time, you know, every time I'm in Joe's, Joe's All-American, I think to myself, like, all right, asshole, you were, you were in this scene in the 90s. You know, you know a couple of swing dance moves that you can break out at a wedding when you're a little drunk. <laughs> Should you get back into swing dancing at 37? It occurs <laughs> to me. I give it serious thought. I feel like you could do that. I I probably could. It Aren't might you be just fun. in it the moment you say like oh, I'm back in? Do you have to practice? I mean, how do you? I get think I in? would like to take a couple lessons. I would like to get a pack of cigarettes to roll up in my yeah. shirt. I mean, I bet it's sleep. intimidating at a place like that because there yeah. are people who they really know what they're doing. I have yeah. a serious question that's going to sound silly, Please. Jordan. You have curly hair. Yeah. Does that inhibit your ability to get into the rockabilly scene? Boy, it sure does. <laughs> you can't slick it back. But, That's what I'm saying. Uh, all you have to do. I can yeah. slick it. it. It fights the gel, though. It'll fight the gel. Gel and a hair Timberlake dryer. Timberlake did it. Who are some other oh, yeah. guys? I feel like gel through. and a hair dryer, and we got you yeah. covered for I think, Shower and then put a hat on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shower a, plus hat. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe my vibe would be less like tough guy. And more like Jimmy Olsen, more Superman's like, or, pal, or or like Jughead, <laughs> little bow tie. Oh yeah, paper crown. Yeah, you can always wear... have a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I was in college, I took ballroom dancing for a semester as an elective, and uh, the teacher was he was a dude who probably on the weekends wore a saxophone and played some band. <laughs> yep. He just was an uncool looking guy, <laughs> but he was a decent dancer, and he was like an okay teacher. But he was very selective with the girls in the class that he would pick out. He would you know, pretend like it was. Random. We're lined up probably 10 across and eight deep. It was a lot of people. And he'd walk over and grab it here and then just. There were 80 people in your class? Something like that. It was wow. in a, oh, you know, wow. like a basketball gymnasium. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of people. And, uh, and then we'd move through the line switch and you move and dance with someone else. You learn like we did waltz and tango and all the stuff. I don't remember. Did you do the Charleston Cha Cha? We did the Charleston. You better uh, believe really? it. <laughs> we did a I actually know the Charleston. Hmm. It's one of my, you guys, I know these silly dances dance that I, is one of my, that and the Roger Rabbit are my go-tos. Oh, nice. Yeah. Situations I feel like there I was a big one. move where like the kid and play swing thing, mm, yeah. Millie Vanilli doing that, mm-hmm. MC Hammer would do that. Sure. And then kid and play also did like the Charleston kind of step when they'd lock feet and swing around each other. Oh, that's cool. Pretty great move. Mm. But one day in class, this guy would always pick, eventually it's, it narrowed down to like three girls that he would choose all the time. And the doors get like kicked open to the gymnasium and heavy footsteps are coming across and then we all just sort of stop dancing 
and this kind of cowboyish dude, early 20s, walks right up to him and just starts giving him the business. Stay the hell away from her! And the oh guy, my God. it was nuts. And we were all just kind of like, what is this? What'd you do? <laughs> right, what? right, like, when do you guys break into dance? <laughs> yeah. Was it a girl that's like, oh, my teacher, you know, dances with me, but it's nothing more. And that guy was a crazy, jealous, like, domestic abuse guy? Or was the teacher, like, sending like having an appropriate text or having an affair? I'll never know. What do you wow. think it was? I lean the the boyfriend guy was pretty unhinged. So in, unless the professor had uh, professor of dance, <laughs> unless that guy he always done. wore a graduation cap to class, so we called him professor. He could have been maybe a that would be my yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. You, yeah. you can get a can you get a PhD in dance? No. Yeah. And then I teach bet you it, can. But you would probably really. I bet you can. I mean, pro- I guess yeah, you, you could probably get it. Didn't your mom go to college for dance? I mean, I know she well, switched. She didn't, Yes, but but was she on the PhD track? That wasn't track? like a PhD. <laughs> yeah, you can study dance. I guess I don't think of PhDs in the fine arts, but they they exist. So never mind. Okay. Yeah, they do. So, so he was a doctor yeah. of dance. Do- the doctor, doctor dance. <laughs> Likely, I think grazed her boob or something like that. Uh-huh. I was just paying too much sure. attention to her. Likely said something like, "Oh, what I do to you," or something. <laughs> That's pretty. Not this okay. guy was uncool. I can't reference the <laughs> saxophone enough. So I think he yeah. probably hand to the. What's two. he like, girl? You make me think. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, are you against uh, guys that play the saxophone in general, or is it no. a specific? If they're good, if they have that creepy porn guy endearing quality, yeah. this guy had kind of the opposite. <laughs> this guy had like a if you're not looking up, dump my trash on your lawn over right. the fence kind of. of <laughs> what do you think about the, a guy who'd go to a coffee shop and just sling his sax around his you know shoulder, just you know? What do you so, think about so, that guy? so it doesn't get into his latte. I feel like Rob Lowe and uh, Saint Elmo's Fire. You know, but he wasn't he just, getting coffee. Well, you know, trying to clean up the show this a little bit. This is what this guy would do. He'd hang out by the cork board where everyone's business card is up. Uh-huh. He'd lean against it, but with one finger, his index, he'd be holding a leather jacket over his shoulder. Oh, that's a cool uh, move. Uh, cool, yeah. and, but he like sunglasses kinda, where you just go. Yep. Down the um, oh, and then someone comes over to look for like, oh, I need a babysitter, and he goes, hey, and then <laughs> this he is Doctor cool. Dance. This is Doctor Dance. He's like cool Snoopy. Wow. <laughs> Didn't Snoopy do stuff like that? Yeah, Joe cool. yes. oh. Snoopy's alter ego. Like he's cooler than Snoopy. I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's cooler he's like than a cool Snoopy. version of Snoopy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Joe Cool. Joe Cool, yeah. Dr. Dance thought he was Joe Cool, but I think he was just a classic Snoopy. <laughs> he was more Snoopy than Joe Cool. More Snoopy. Yeah. Isn't Snoopy cool, though? Yeah, but not as cool like as Joe Cool. Is, yeah, Snoopy is He's one of the cooler Peanuts characters. I, yeah. I, would I say. feel like Snoopy, like sleeps in a funny one way. of the things that made Snoopy cool. <laughs> that makes so cool. Was he? He, he wasn't sleep? too on thirsty his house, on, top on his, of his house. <laughs> on the spine of on it. Top, yeah. Sorry, Andrew. No, that's right. I was saying Snoopy wasn't too thirsty. Like Charlie Brown liked yeah. Snoopy more than Snoopy liked Charlie Brown. Right. And that's yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, we got to talk about the coolness factor of the Peanuts in a moment. Um, but first, I need to talk about Honey. Honey, that's you, Daniel. Yeah. You use honey. Do I that's use honey also as well. Dave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone at the table is a honey. But let's talk <laughs> about Honey, the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. Uh, it's great. You just It's just a, like a couple clicks on You don't even have to make Chrome. it run. It's yeah, on, on your browser. Time. It runs in the background. Uh, and then when you go to a website to buy something, it will, first of all, it'll pop up and tell you like Honey is, pr- is trying these promo codes. So you don't have to go look up promo codes. Um, and then also it'll tell you, like if you're on Amazon, 
Amazon or various other sites that'll tell you that if this is a good price or if it's or somewhere else you can get it for cheaper. It's really, especially during the holidays, it saves you tons of money. But even now, when we're past the holidays, it's just a good something to have when you do your online shopping. Uh, it's great. Using Honey feels pretty great. Think of it as a little daily victory. Plus, it's free to use and installs in just seconds. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Allison. That's joinhoney.com slash Allison. Again, joinhoney.com slash Allison. Over 100,000 five-star reviews. Just, this, wow. just like this show. Uh, all right. Lucy. Oh, is it, are we rating the their coolness yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think cool. Lucy Fairly grew cool. into a cool person. I think she'd look back and be like, I was kind of a jerk with that football. But that guy, I mean, he had it coming a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He kind of brings it out himself a little. Right. She was kind of a boss. Self-starter, yeah. you know, does yeah. the therapy business. Yeah. I mean, she Entrepreneur. took it, took it oh, upon yeah. herself to do therapy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nicole. Sally. She, who does she like? Linus? She- uh, Schroeder. Sally Schroeder. was in a Schroeder. Her yeah. brother. I, I, I don't no, know. No, no. Charlie Brown was her brother. Oh, right. Yeah. You're right. Sally Brown. Sally Brown. <laughs> I guess that must have been her name. That's how yeah. we know her. You know what? This is going to take too long. It's going to take are the, too Who long. are the cool Peanuts characters? Pigpen. Snoopy. Pigpen, I think, is cool. Pigpen. Pigpen's cool. He didn't give a shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think Schroeder was pretty cool. Schroeder was definitely cool. Um, he was cool again because he didn't care that much. He didn't he was just care. into his music. I think That's I had right. A thing for Schroeder, maybe a little bit. Um, Linus, Linus, how do you feel about Linus? Linus gets a little. Yeah. Linus was. Nah. He's basically cool. Real, he's he was religious, like cool. you know. He's <laughs> the one. Yeah. Wait, yeah. is he? He's uh, at the in the Charlie Brown's Christmas. He's the one who does the lights, please. Oh. He tells the story. Okay. The story of Jesus. Peppermint Patty. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And Marcy, and Marcy. Is a lesbian. That's a Chris Rock joke. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, most of them. Were, I think it was like an uncool kid against uh, yeah, an, maybe uh, they were a whole cool. bunch of cool kids. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think you're right. Um, yeah. yeah, even Linus was cool. They were all cool, and Charlie Brown was the one that was just not was a blockhead. Blockhead. Right. Yeah. All right. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're going around the table, uh, our Christmas and New Year's mm-hmm. and and holiday. I'm trying to be inclusive, and I, I couldn't have been less inclusive with my Christmas and New Year's. Anyway, how was it for us? It was good, I thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just it, we, it was mellow. It was our first Christmas with Elliot with a with a child who understood what Christmas was. Oh, yeah. So that was quite a, a ride mm. because... But did he understand the true meaning? <laughs> I don't think he, he understood really the, the reason, reason for the season. We're keeping, it, <laughs> we're keeping it pretty pagan. Right. Um, a lot of focus on Santa, though, and I, I just went full head-on into the lying to him about Santa. Uh, hey, uh, sorry, kids, if you're listening. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that felt really weird. To do that, and so now I'm looking for ways of. I just don't know what I'm going to do. Backburnering Santa. <sighs> See, the thing is, we went to visit Santa, and we waited in line, you know, and you you see the like house, 
you know, we're at Fashion Island, and he's in a house, and so you're in this line out there for like an hour. No, it was like two hours. It was like two hours. Wow, really? Finally, Welcome to my Orange County home. <laughs> and you don't see him. Perhaps you'd like to wait in P.F. James. <laughs> Try the lettuce wraps. So we'll they... call your number when we're ready. An, an elf. Musical a, guest. Enormous stone <laughs> reindeer. Lawrence of the Machine. <laughs> Nora Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> so they gave us cookies and hot chocolate with like a little California Pizza Kitchen coupon. So they oh, did really? not. Was, that is That's great. surprisingly accurate. Um, but you don't see Santa until you get really close. And so we got close, and then we got right up there, and he was so excited. Elliot, and, this is Elliot, and like. That's why you do it. Not Santa. Santa wasn't that excited. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Santa was so drunk. No. <laughs> Santa. This Santa was like Fucking a statue. Sucked. Really? Yeah. It he was one the of part. the worst Santas. So, like, I know a lot of people out there want their Santas with real beards. Sure. And he had a real beard. So, okay, good for him. And no padding. So, great. But it was like you could have just had a cardboard cutout. He didn't. He there was no, there. hello, little boy. What do you want for Christmas? I don't even think he talked to them. The expectations on Santa are low. <laughs> like, you expect <laughs> him to look the part, more or less. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> What do you want for Christmas? That's it. That's yeah. all you got to say. None of it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I put the kids on What's his he lap. He's just like, "Sup, fucker." No, he's just like this. He's just like... It's a it's an audio medium. Mm-hmm. They just... can hear that. The, the rage was coming through. Let's, uh, make this quick. I gotta go play uh, saxophone at the uh, Dukes in Huntington oh Beach. <laughs> so I go up afterwards to get Elliot, and I'm like. I've been hyping Santa for two months by now. Like, this is what's going to happen. It's going to be so great. You're going to get up there. He's going to ask you what you want for Christmas, da-da-da. And so when none of that happened, there was no ho- – and Elliot had an, impress- an impersonation oh, of Santa. So it was really cute, too, which was yeah. like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. <laughs> and so, like, I got none of that from Santa. I'm like, this is ruined already. And I, I, I get Elliot, I'm like – did Santa? I'm looking at Santa. I'm like, did Santa ask you what you want for Christmas? Like, help me out, buddy. <laughs> Fuck. You know? Are you paying? Any, are you dropping money on this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. For the pictures. Oh, wow. oh man, but he definitely owes you. The good thing is, kids are very suggestible, and their memories are fungible. Right. And so, in the hours and days afterwards, I molded his memory of the oh, incident yeah. to include the things that didn't happen. <laughs> and now he thinks they happened. And it's brilliant. On that line, I mean, that's that's a you're. You'll one day look back and go, did I make mistakes as a parent? Because <laughs> every parent does. Well, good good thing there's no record of it. <laughs> I'd like to institute, I'd love to see this going forward, that as a parent, particularly in the Western world, you get two of the four things you can lie about. Mm-hmm. Santa, Jesus, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy. You can pick two. You cannot lie about all, f- or at least three, right. and then go, but, but the Jesus one's real. Because everyone peels away those other three, and yeah. then goes, no, but that one, that one's real. Right. You get two of them. All right. And let's you have go to with... stick to it until they're adults. Right. Let's do Tooth Fairy and Santa. See, the Tooth Fairy, what's the upside of believing in the Tooth Fairy? Um, you get money. Like maybe I mean, well, for, for him. Or for them. For, for him. him. Yeah. But I don't care about that. Yeah I, yeah. I wonder, like, do people get interdisciplinary with uh, the Tooth Fairy? Like, better be good, or else the Tooth Fairy isn't going to 
give you money oh, for your tooth. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like the tooth fairy gets used sort of conveniently. Um, and then, so then we went to a restaurant. I think, hold on. I think okay. maybe the benefit of the tooth fairy is to encourage them to like get yeah, the tooth get out, out because yeah. there's that period of time when it's just dangling and it's mm-hmm. like they don't want to because it'll hurt, but you can be a little oh, scary money. too. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, this is like a fun thing. Right. And, you're and if you really enjoy tying your children's teeth to doorknobs, do people sure. actually do that? I saw it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Because I remember when I was trying to get my teeth out when I was of the age where they come out and I had those ones that are like wiggly and I was like I'll just tie dental floss around it and then put the other end around the doorknob and I couldn't get it to stay on those baby teeth are you like gotta get the, when that's happening part of the tooth is exposed on the like there's a ridge so you gotta get it under oh, the yeah. you can't just tie it around sure. the tooth it'll slip off right. maybe it, I guess it wasn't loose enough that yeah. is sort of horrifying to me heinous yeah but it worked I was blown away because I'd heard about it, and then I, I genuinely, maybe it's, this is a malleable memory. I didn't really yeah, it see didn't it, but happen. I feel very sincerely like sure. Like a friend of yours? Mm-hmm. A place that used to babysit us, and they'd be like, we get, you know, we use the door. Let's yank your tooth out. Mm-hmm. Jesus. What's the rush to get it out? The money? It is annoying when it's like spinning, <laughs> yeah, it's like and there's a little no, bit of blood. Kind of fun. A little like blood that, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of yeah. seeps you into your saliva. You can't eat everything you want. Yeah. 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 Ugh, I'm having like a very visceral memory of... Of all of everything we're talking about, and of like when your baby tooth would come out, and then you'd kind of have that socket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, so we went wait, to a, wait. One, remember when your new tooth started coming in, and it felt like a comb? Mm-hmm. Like it's so yeah. knobby. so serrated. Yeah, right. and then yeah, you just by eating food like smooth it out. Right, crazy. Yeah, it is weird the way they come in like mm-hmm. that. Um, so then we went to this restaurant, Clearman's Northwoods Inn, which is in San Gabriel, where it's like very Christmassy and yeah. uh, like permanent snow on the roof, fake snow on the roof oh, all year. Yeah, I've been yeah. to this place. This yeah, is fun. it's fun. Uh, so it was going to be, I don't know, a little bit of a wait till we sat down. And there's an area where people sit down and they wait. And there's this big red like armchair. And there's no one sitting in it. So I, and I needed to feed Owen. So I'm holding Owen and I like kind of, I'm looking behind me and I sit down in it and uh, no one says anything to me, but I'm like, there's not that many available seats. It's weird that there's just this big red throne that's available. And then all of a sudden I realize it's a Santa Claus's seat. <laughs> but you had already seen Santa there. You didn't put I didn't two put, and two together. No, I was just looking for a place to sit to feed Owen. That being said... A lot of people were staring at me while I was in the seat, and no one said anything to me. They were like, right. Clearman says the worst Santa. <laughs> I feel like... Oh, so uh, we can't have a female Santa? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's 2019. <laughs> yeah. It's time for a female That's Santa. Right. That's right. Uh, but so Representation's anyway, important, yes. guys. And so, an Easter bunny who uses they, them pronouns. I don't know. <laughs> when Santa walked by, Elliot was like... <gasps> So that was very cute. He's like, yeah. a, Santa's like a celebrity to him. And then later, there was this older woman in a red sweater and red skirt in front of us. <laughs> and Elliot said, it's Mrs. Claus, nice. <laughs> which was very cute. I feel like if you're an older man or woman with gray hair, don't wear the red coat around Christmas and not, <laughs> you know, expect kids. And not to, be jolly. Uh, you know. Pete, how was yours? Uh, it was good. It was uh, my our, our first Christmas here in California. Um, so You're we didn't... fresh. You moved out in the summer, right? Over the summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We moved from New fresh York. From New York. So, uh, it was good. We didn't have to travel anywhere. We stayed. Uh, my our my in laws moved out with us, so they were there. Oh, nice. It was 
Oh, that's. Are you guys all living together? Yeah. How is that? It's. Uh, I it's, feel a sitcom pilot. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. I like my in-laws, uh, and you know, free babysitting is great. And um, I don't know. It's it's there. So far, for the for the last couple of months, it's worked. But uh, but we did we didn't. Uh, I'm trying not to lie to my kids about yeah. Santa. Like I'm, I haven't picked. We haven't picked up the uh, the Easter Bunny, or or I think we've talked a little bit about Jesus, maybe. But uh, it's more like. I don't know. You know, I, I don't say, no, it doesn't exist. And I don't say, yes, it does. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Some people think there's a Santa Claus. I don't know. You've heard <laughs> about think, it, I think right? that's more and more common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't think Santa's maybe like four generations away from uh, going away. Uh, maybe. maybe. Yeah. It might be. I, I, the thing that stops me from being just honest with him about Santa is the idea that he will blow it for some other kid. Sure. Right. And it's like, I don't want him to be the one that ruins yeah. it for another kid. But then someone pointed out to me, it's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean that kid's going to believe him. Right. You right. know, and I then think I remember what Pete's doing. Like, yeah, is this table here? Yes, we can prove <laughs> it. Is Santa? Who knows? Right. Could uh-huh. exist. Not here. Or you, or what I thought is you could say, you know, look, Santa is an archetype. <laughs> and if you play <laughs> the role, kid, you, I would respond. You know what I'm you're raising him, there? I'm te- a teaching him young kid. very early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so I, and we talked, I think we talked about this on the Thursday show with Jenna Kim Jones and Tony. Um, I never believed in Santa. My parents felt like it was wrong to lie about Santa. They lied about a bunch of other stuff, but not Santa. Um, but I, I don't like philosophically have in theory, have a problem with telling Ellie about Santa. There's, there's more, more to the story. Um, telling Ellie about Santa but like Daniel was saying when it came down to it it felt really weird to be like yeah Santa brought you that gift last night like it felt really weird you know what it was is it like I had not prepared myself listen Mr. Velcro oh sorry I had not prepared myself I hadn't made up my mind yet and so it suddenly the season was upon us and you just go to the default you know because it's better to start there I guess I don't know. Plus, I was trying to get him to go to sleep, so I started telling him about Santa. You can tell him anything. I'll tell him yeah. fucking anything. <laughs> he lately, though, the lately, and I'm, when I say lately, I mean for the last three months. Every night when he goes to bed, he wants to talk about pumpkins. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. You guys would not believe what how much that? I what have figured out how to talk discussion? about. Oh, I well, listen. You can talk about. The colors of pumpkins. Uh-huh. You can talk about pumpkin textures, right? Sizes, mm-hmm. where they come from, carving them, the different things you can carve <laughs> in them. You could do like uh, you know farms. You can lead into a whole farm discussion. Sure, yeah. Wow, uh, it's a rich subject. I had yeah, no you, idea. you you think, oh my god, pumpkins. I got nothing. Yeah, but there's a lot, and he's really he's still going strong. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do some iTunes comments of the week because. Uh, I find it encourages more comments and I always need more comments and I did not tell Pete the retailer that we were going to do this segment I should have all right there's a longer one Oh, and then you play a pan flute sound. I should have told you about that. I don't know, I I don't know where that is. Yeah. There's a longer one and a shorter one. Who wants the longer one? Who wants the shorter one? I'll read a long one. All right. That, those 
letters came out of my mouth in a weird way. Daniel, here's a shorter one. Now, here's the thing. I'm just going to say, I like to do a positive and a negative. There are no negatives, okay? <laughs> I've reached that level. Yeah. So About time. There will, I'm sure someday there will be some, but as for now, it's only positive. Cool. Yeah. Uh, which one would you start with? Let's start with the positive long one. It's by Nerd Tack, T-A-K. A new favorite, and I believe there are five stars here. Yeah. They're faint. I haven't been listening to this show very long. Long hyphen. I discovered it when Allison was a guest on another podcast I love maybe six months ago. Another long hyphen. But it's quickly become one of my favorites. Allison is a top-notch interviewer. She doesn't shy away from asking personal questions, but people mostly seem to feel safe opening up to her, comma, probably because she comes across as a very non-judgmental as very non-judgmental, and it's clear that her curiosity comes from a genuine place. She has a knack for leaving the right amount of space for her guests to answer her questions, and she shares enough about her personal life to be relatable without oversharing. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you very much, Nerd Tack. I appreciate your comment, and Dave, thank you for reading the punctuation as well. <laughs> I left a couple commas out. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I like that you didn't, you didn't give it all away. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel? Short positive comment. It feels weird not balancing this out with a with a. Well, negative. you can make up a negative one. No, I won't. I yeah, found, make up. I found the flute. Should I play the flute? Oh. Yes, please. Is that it? Okay. I play yes. the saxophone, and frankly, this show, <laughs> yeah. the piano key tie is a classic garment. My dad wore one of those, and he was a hit on the classic Huey Lewis album, Sports. <laughs> My name is Richard Junk. <laughs> they call me Mr. Big Junk, and I don't like what you're saying about my me. <laughs> the year is 1982. Phil Collins releases No Jacket Required. I don't know if that's the year that album came out. Don't. I, don't. I didn't care for Daniel's joke about Robin Williams. It was in poor taste. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. I laugh while I paint. Exclamation point. By Ong Art. I always listen to podcasts while I work. I'm an artist, so I paint. And AIYMBF is my favorite podcast. It's funny, it's heartfelt, and I love her guests. Allison does a great job with her Monday interview show and making her Thursday show tons of fun. Thank you, Allison and friends. And this is Angela at midmodflare.com. Which, by the way, working in something you want to plug into your review is sort of ingenious. I'm surprised no one thought of that sooner. Smart, Angela. Thank you guys for all of your nice... So that wasn't... Ong art. It was Ange. Ange. Yeah. See, I was thinking maybe, you know, it was... Uh, like Ong Lee. Yeah. Ange Lee. Ang, Ang um, Lee. Oh. Thank you guys for the nice comments. Uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, five stars, comments. Please do that. It's great for the show, and it's just great for my ego. So we have a quiz. Mm. Jordan, oh. have you been here for our location-based quizzes? No, I have not. Oh, okay. wait, yes. I think I did. Uh, I was here for a New Zealand that one, was That I was believe. that kicked off the okay. quiz thing. Okay, okay. So, yes. I was here for yes. the inaugural one. A listener named Heather sent in a quiz about Nebraska, and it is a special... It's the quiz state. Nebraska, the quiz state. Do they say that Do you mind Nebraska? if I tear this paper? I don't mind. Please do. Everyone needs okay. a piece of paper and a pen. Okay. All right. Um, pass a pen. Pass pens around the table, won't you? Okay. Nebraska quiz. Yeah. So she doing? she used a special 
um, website to do it. So it's all online. So we'll see how this goes. But first, I think we have something to hear. Beautiful Nebraska, peaceful prairie land, placed with many rivers and the hills of sand. I have a single question. Yes. Are those people cool? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think no. the, the male version, the male half of that might be one of the saxophone guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. I know this because I saw a picture of them on YouTube. However, it could also be like Zoe Deschanel and some hipster dude sure. from Mortimer and, and Sons. Ward. But that doesn't Mumford mean they're cool. Sons. Mortimer and Sons. saying she's cool. <laughs> Oh, she's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I mean, I think that most people would think, I'm just saying it could be hipsters who would sound like that too. Yeah. But I don't think these are. But again, hipsters, not cool. Really, it's people mm. that just kind of don't care, but not in like a right like over a the top way. It's pig pit. It's pig <laughs> yes. pit. You need yep. a cloud of dust following you wherever you go. <laughs> you know, in yep. Orange County, my non rockabilly friends and I referred to rockabillies as butterheads. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, oh, because of the, their hair was so greasy. Yes. Oh, you know, okay. actually, I I don't mean to. Say, it, it, we weren't like greasers and socias or anything. It was sure. no outsiders. Which actually, I think outsiders took place in Nebraska. Sounds mm. right. Anyway, Probably. anyway, um, lost my train of thought. Butterhead. Butterhead. Oh yeah. yeah, a lot of my friends were rockabilly. I'm just saying, so they were referred to as butterheads. But that makes you sound that makes you think like, oh, they're hot, but their head wasn't. Sure, yeah. But it was just the level of Greece. I I, I went to Greece. I didn't go to like the butter face. Right. Yeah. Okay. Outsiders takes place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. So, so I was fun. right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. All right. Pete, the retailer, I also should have told you that when we do quizzes, we... <laughs> I know. I'm startled. I'm I like, know. <laughs> Me? What? Uh, we have quiz sound effects. Okay. I don't know where they are, though. Mm-hmm. So there's like a timer. There's the match game theme. There's the I Jeopardy. The match game theme. Okay. So... I have a as- buzzer. I have a ding timer. Please use any of them okay. as you see fit. And also, you'll be answering here. So okay. everyone's going to keep uh, score for themselves. I believe there's six questions. Heather Hewson sent this in. Memorial Stadium becomes Nebraska's third largest city when 90,000 Husker, Husker? Husker. Husker fans gather to watch this sport. A, football. B, bull riding. C, baseball. D, soccer. Okay. Does everyone have their answer? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. About, I want to say 80 miles west of Omaha, Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. College town. College town. All right. All right. I say football. And the correct now. Wait, how do we do this? Everyone goes around and says what they say, and no, then- just just with these, just say what the answer is. Okay, the answer is football. Football. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. All right. Okay. Two. Excuse me. Mm. Most Nebraskans are diehard Husker. 
Husker. Husker. Like corn husker. That's what's throwing me off. Most Nebraskans are diehard Husker fans, but the team wasn't always known by this title. What was the original name of the Nebraska Corn Huskers? A. Hawk Flyers. B. Flea Flickers. C. Bug Eaters. D. Mule Kickers. A. Hawk Flyers. B. Flea Flickers. It's fun to say. Um, makes me think of Peppermint Patty for some reason. C. Bug Eaters. D. Mule Kickers. Huh. Hmm. All right, I have my answer. You guys? I was like, I had it before you said the answer. With the first question, I was like, oh, this is going to be too easy. And now, I went to college in Colorado. A lot of uh, Mm. Omaha natives there. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What is the answer? I. Uh, the answer is bug eaters. Bug eaters. Bug eaters. What's the story behind that? I do not know. Sorry, this app does not have stories. (laughs) App where she did this quiz. Um. Okay. Why did they ever change it? <laughs> I think bug eaters deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Third question. Each summer, thousands flock to the small city of Hastings, Nebraska, where this sweet treat was invented in 1927. Popcorn. A. Bazooka bubblegum. <laughs> Popcorn's not typically it can a be sweet. sweet. Tr- okay, uh, but you're, you're right. Caramel corn. Caramel corn. corn. You're right. Did you say caramel corn? I did say caramel corn. <laughs> mm. That could be, that's right. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, bazooka was number one. Uh, mm. It was just the way you said it. It was like caramel and caramel, but oh, yeah. one, it's caramel. Yeah. Is caramel. Caramel. Uh, two. It's wrong. I say it wrong. I say a lot of things wrong. Blue yeah. bunny ice cream. Three, cool whip. And four, or, or D, Kool-Aid. Each summer, thousands flock to the small city of Hastings where this sweet treat was invented in 1927. Bazooka bubblegum, blue bunny ice cream, Cool Whip, or Kool-Aid. All right. All right. Everyone have their answer? Yes. Yes. The correct answer is D, Kool-Aid. Uh, I got that one wrong. I yeah. thought it was blue bunny Me ice too. cream. Yeah, yeah that seemed to be the like outlier. Like, oh, that seems like a weird regional thing that, yeah. you know. I put Kool Aid. Like Once you said summer, shows. I was like, summer. Did you Kool-Aid. get it right? I did. All right, nice. so I have one. What does everyone else have? One. I have yeah, two. Yeah, one here, two. Too. Now. Okay. All right, Pete. I don't want to. Versus Dave. Come in here and win this and show off, but, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. All right, the name Nebraska is based on an Oto or Auto Indian word, Nebraska, meaning what? Dry ground, big sky, Flat water, open plains. The name Nebraska is based on an Odo Indian word, Nebraska, meaning what? <clears throat> Dry ground, big sky, flat water, open plains. Mm-hmm. Can you read them once more? Dry ground. Okay. Big sky. Okay. Flat water, open plains. I have my answer, but I feel it's wrong. Does everyone same, have their yeah, answer? Yeah, I feel the exact same, same way. It feels weird. All right. I chose it? flat water, and that was correct. Oh, oh nice. wow. Flat water? Yeah. Because wow. my first reaction was like, that's stupid. All water is flat. But then I thought, no, some there's waves and Right. And Do they ripples. have water there? I said I was trying to remember. I don't know, but I'm right. I didn't there's probably a lake water. or something. Yeah. Small pond. Lake Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. That sounds yeah, like a lake, thing. Yeah. Where's Okie Finoki? Is that Florida? Oh, I don't know. Oh, right. That's a swamp, right? 
It's a body of water. Okay. Uh, I thought it's the Oki, Lake Okefenokee. McConaughey Lake is the... Lake McConaughey Lake or Lake McConaughey has a reservoir in the North Platte River. Huh. That's right. Which it seems like it's the head. biggest lake. Flat. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Lake's always walking around with his shirt off. <laughs> Take a little There's those weird Lincoln head. commercials. <laughs> Lincoln is Lincoln, that the one Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'll it see. is. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is fun. Finding connections. What was it? Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, Lincoln, Lincoln yeah. McConaughey, McConaughey Car. Do you think Lake that was McConaughey? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nebraska is home of this national holiday: April Fool's Day, Arbor Day, Earth Day, or Grandparents' Day. What does this question mean? They celebrate this national holiday. They there? started. They started it. it. They started yeah. it. Mm. Is the home of this national holiday April Fool's Day, Arbor Day, Earth Day, Grandparents' Day? Everyone have their answer? I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> wait. Pete. What? We're waiting for you. Oh, yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> you doing the drop? I don't know. I'm uh, guessing now. That's the... I, yeah, me I got this correct. Uh, I put Arbor Day. Hmm. Is that B? That is C. Ah. I don't think mm. of them as having trees. Yeah, Same. I was wondering about yeah. that. They don't, really? they don't have enough. water. They don't have trees. Yeah, what they, they strike me as more it's of a just... grandparents' day type of stuff. Yeah, mm, a lot of grandparents yeah. there. Yes, mm-hmm. a lot of hard candies. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I Did bet... you guys all think Grandparents' Day? Yes. Yeah. Even I, even you, can't you rule I panicked out and I wrote down they... D, not remembering what it was. What was oh, what was I think that was Grandparents', grandparents day. day. It was in the air. Which we can't rule out. They also invented. Right. That's true. That's true. That's true. Would you guys all like to take half a point? No. <laughs> <laughs> I invented it, but it's not the home of it. it all right. This out. is the last. Qu- oh, this is a tiebreaker. But I have three. Anyone else have three? Nope. You sprinted oh, to the lead. <laughs> I know. This was wow. just for fun. Exhibition play. No, no. If Pete and I get this, we would tie you, right? If you didn't get it? No, yeah, would, that's true. No. Should, we, should we do final death? Sudden death? Uh, this one, yeah. It can be worth two. Let's make this one worth two. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I'm really I th- I'm thinking of myself as a competitive person yet look at me so generous <laughs> with my lead points. with the, my privilege uh-huh. well you can take it but then if we get it and you miss it we'd have to go like an overtime oh yeah so it's still competitive this could never end this is it. taut intense as uncut gems <laughs> is that good by the way it is good yeah okay and, how, and Little Women you said was good oh I liked Little Women yeah it was great is it a story that's close to your heart it is it is my uh, I saw it with my mom and my sister and my mom read it to both of us when we were kids oh that's sweet like, yeah so it was very like it had a lot of meaning within our family oh so, but not yeah. for your stepdad no he fell asleep <laughs> Yeah, I've heard it's really, really good. Yeah, it's neat. And they kind of like, they, they, they modernize it in some fun ways without making it like, you know, meme-y or, you know, meme-ish or quirky or something like that. So yeah, they do definitely like update it in fun ways, but not in a way that feels like it's taking away from Is it better story. than the other Little Women movie that was made? Oh, with Winona Ryder? Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't have Winona, so points against. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that one that much. Um, but this one is this one's great. I I really like it. If you have, you know, uh if it's if it's a story close to your heart, then I think you'll really like it. Well, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see uncut gems instead. Yeah, I guess. So. Okay. Nineteen seventeen, also very good. Nebraska is go. bordered by how many states? Mm, Three, Jesus. four, five, six, or seven. This is the like remembering 
what the America map looks like. Yes, my, that's what I'm. That's what's going on in my brain as so well. So bad at it. Okay, you're talking out loud. Oh, I should be playing the drop, but I was so focused. I got competitive, and I'm not going to play that. Okay, so I'll what were the options? Three, four, five, six, or seven. Okay. All right, everyone ready? Yes. All right. Oh, no. I got it wrong. I guessed five. Oh. I did I, six. I said six. Six is correct. I guessed four. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> jump ahead with the two-pointer. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. We're out of questions, though. So you guys are now tied? Yeah. With yeah. four each. No, I have three. I'm, oh, I'm out. Oh, yeah. I'm out. That was the... Uh, how do we figure out who wins this? <sighs> who could I spell mean, Nebraska? Colorado, Iowa, oh. Oklahoma, oh, yeah. Kansas. Uh, I think South Dakota gets in the mix there. Googling. Okay. Let's see. That's six, Nebraska. right? Isn't uh, <laughs> Delaware? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I've I've been there once a long time ago. I don't remember. Okay. Drove through. What ones did? Let me. One, two, three, four, five, six. What ones did you say, Dave? Colorado, Kansas, Iowa, uh, Oklahoma. I think South Dakota gets in the mix, and then I'm leaving one out that I think I said earlier, or maybe I didn't. And do you have one of those was wrong? Oh, oh. okay. South Dakota doesn't come touch it. It is there. Hmm. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Hmm. It's anyone's game again. And by that, I mean it's just will Pete pull into the lead. Um, did you say Kentucky? Is Kentucky in there? No. No, it's he won't. The <laughs> no. All right. Uh, South Dakota, Kansas, Colorado, Wyoming, Wyoming, Iowa, and Missouri. And Missouri. Oh, my God. How did I miss Missouri? Well, thank you, Heather, for that super fun quiz. Keep them coming. I have, I, I, we actually have, we're, we're backlogged quiz wise. And I would like to say hello and welcome. We have, okay, so I have, I forgot that I've been saying hi to the Patreon people. So for the last few episodes, I forgot. So there's a lot here. And, this is only like a half of them. I'm going to do the rest on the next show. But just real fast, I just would like to say hello. Welcome, Sam, Eric, can't, Linda, Cindy, Lori. I wrote this fast. <laughs> Jen, Nicole, Kristen, Veronica, Kelly, Shanna, Kayan, Amy, Catherine, Karen, Kim, Retrograde Orbit Radio, Elizabeth, Pamela, Adriana, Brianne, Stephanie, Jessica. Welcome, Thank you. I hope you Thank enjoy you. all the Patreon wares, even if you're those. I feel like some of them might be like, I'm going to sign up for a month, get all the bonus stuff, and then I'm going to stop subscribing, which that happens. It's okay. Yeah. You do what you have to do. I appreciate that you're even there yeah. for a minute. If you want that on your conscience, go ahead. <laughs> you're fine knowing that you're a... I was going to say a filthy snake, but I'm like, that's too hard. I don't, don't think they're say filthy that. Snakes. You're yeah. not a filthy snake, no. even if that's all that I could come up with. <laughs> you're, uh, you're yes. Well, this has been fun, you guys. Yes. What in big important things have I left out? Um, um, covered sketch. Fans. I kind of wanted. To, I kind of wanted to hear about oh, practicing yeah. with the band. Oh yes, that was my big thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. 
I had a band practice with the band down in Orange County. So, Pete, I was in a band a thousand years ago. We were together for five years. We broke up in like 2002. So um, I've stayed in touch with them, but we I don't even think the four of us have ever all been in one place because we don't all live in the same place anymore. So we are reuniting to be the musical guest at my Sketchfest show, which was just, it was like a crazy idea that Daniel had. How did you book the Angoras, honey? Oh, do you want me to tell the, okay. (laughs) Yes, I I was my idea. It was your idea. So a couple years ago, I hired a choreographer to teach me off of Thumbtack to teach me some, to do some, uh, song to dances to the various songs on my show because I felt like I wanted to do something like silly and spectacular. Do you think they had a PhD in dance? Mm. <laughs> Mindy? On do I contact? think Mindy did? I don't think she did. Actually. No, I don't think she did. Um, she was no doctor of dance, but she was very sweet. Sure. She just had a master's. Right. <laughs> right. She was just a few credits right, short yeah. of. She couldn't defend her dance dissertation. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I was like, how am I going to top that? I guess I'll just get a choreographer again. And then Daniel said, what if the Angoras played? And I was like, that's crazy. And then we thought it's so crazy. It just might work. And I emailed them as like, this is a crazy idea that we just, ha- I just, I think I-, I took credit for it that I just had, mm. but, and they were all like, yes, we're into it. We're in. So this is now happening, which is crazy. Uh, and I got to hear you guys practice. You're good. Yes. You could show. Uh, and, I realized, well, they're going to be in Orange County um, for the holidays because their family still live there. So there was like one day only that we could practice. So we got down there and we practiced. And it was weird how good it felt. Hmm. It, it it really, like I've been joking, like you, everyone should just live in the past. Because it's one of those <laughs> yeah, things where like great. <laughs> you don't, you normally, I feel like you don't usually get a chance to relive things in this way like I have dreams a lot and I may have already said this on the show so excuse me for repeating myself but a a recurring dream I'll have is that I'm me present day me but I'm back in Orange County and oh we have an Angora show at this time and then there's always some weird like will I like the stage is really high in the air there's some weird thing with the stage and weird thing with my guitar but Will I remember the songs? But then, for some reason, like I actually do, and I'm and I sound really good. Um, that not always, but usually. But it, I don't know. It's just like something that I literally. That's dream. in the dream that you do, and yeah. you're really good. <laughs> I literally dream about that, and then here to sort of get it for a moment again is really special and neat. And I feel like if it were a movie, though, then I would think like we should do this all the time, and then all sorts of bad things would happen because, in general, you're. We, as we've learned from movies, you're not supposed to live in the past. But in my experience, it seems to be going okay so far. <laughs> well, and especially because, like, because you're this this particular past thing like involves music, which is like so evocative, you know, which is so like it it's so easy to attach emotions yes. to songs. Yes. So I'm sure all this stuff comes flooding back. You yes. Know? Well, so we were trying to figure out what songs to play and our singer has all these recordings that I had forgotten about and was sending them to. She like got them into a Google Drive thing and was sending oh, them to us. And I was listening to it and I was like, I completely forgot about this. There's so many songs. And I think of myself as someone with a decent memory. Yeah. So many did songs. Did you guys I, make an album? We did. Okay. Um, but these are ones, and then we recorded songs for another album that we didn't release. So oh. these are songs from that album that okay. I was listening to that I had no memory of. Hello, EP. I yeah. Know. We we're actually just talking about that, um, of maybe releasing it. But... It is weird. I mean, I wrote about like the same guy over and over again. <laughs> and 
or this, you know, there's sure. like every song is about like one of three people, and just hearing it all again, it, it that actually was uncomfortable. Right, it was uncomfortable to, to. How old were you when you were writing this? Um, twenty two, twenty three. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like I, I had just, I had just graduated college. Yeah, no, so twenty two. Well, twenty three for some of the later songs, but yeah. I, yeah, that's it's, it's always. I mean, I don't, I don't have that, but I guess I do have like stuff that I wrote when I was that age, and it's always a little weird to like go back and revisit it because you, yeah. right? Because it's you know. so dramatic. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, for like you know, it works for rock music. You yes. know, I think it's good to have some like kind of teenage, not teenage, but like young person's you know oh, angst sure in there did. for yeah. sure. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it was it was just it was really fun to to be together again and to be playing again and Do they all still do music? Uh yes. The our drummer um Tim lives up in Portland and still plays in bands and our singer Paula lives up in Seattle and still plays in bands and then our bass player Yami lives in Orange County and she hadn't played in bands for a while but just recently started playing again so I'm the only one I feel okay. like she played with the Barstow boys yes didn't she I think they call themselves the Barstow girls there's like a group oh, of females like who get okay. up and perform during Barstow Boys okay. shows or something like that. So I'm the only one who hadn't, I had not touched my guitar in so long. And I was actually worried about it because the first time I played, wow, did I suck. But then it did come back. Not to the degree it was before, but passably, I'd say. So I think it'll be, so it'll be a fun time. So please come out. But if you can't make it to San Francisco, there's something in LA that you can do on the night of the 26th. Oh, yeah, there <laughs> yeah. is. That's right. At the Dynasty Typewriter at 8 p.m. Boy, I'd love to have people out for that. Uh, you can use the code uh, ROSEN at checkout. And get two tickets for $20. <laughs> Um, I love that there's uh, my promo code. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to make it A-R-Y-N-B-F, but then I was like, you use Rosen all the time. That'd be I do. the easiest for people it to is, remember. It is, yes. So. I've been thinking lately, see, part, we were talking on this show, right, about how Motion City soundtrack is hard to say. Yeah. And when I, the, I think the reason I want to call them Murder City Devils is because when I see MCS in my brain, it makes me think of MCD. And then I was thinking how, initials never really prompt the right thing in my brain like mystery science theater 3000 i always want to say Ma- masterpiece theater oh yeah mm-hmm. three or something <laughs> i just and airiymbf i think for other people does not conjure allison rosen's new best friend too bad i tethered myself to it so long ago <laughs> yeah it's the twitter account but whatever and I might go, and so uh, you guys should go, and then you can uh, buy me a drink. Yeah. You might go to Dave's show. Dave's yeah. show? Yeah. Definitely I'm not, not to coming show. to my show. <laughs> no. <laughs> gonna, my show's going to be videoed, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's great. Um, oh, and check out uh, the Monday episode. Features everyone at this table, minus Pete the Retailer, because I didn't know you yet. That's all right. But it was listener uh, favorite moments from 2019, and there's lots of funny stuff. Featuring everyone at this table, but except for Pete, like right. I just said. So if you liked this show, but not me, go listen to Monday. <laughs> <laughs> There's right. totally one problem with right that show. <laughs> I liked most of it. I right. liked about four-fifths of the show. Right. So follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Allison Rosen. Uh, Jordan, what about you? Yeah, uh, at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter. I do a podcast called Jordan Jesse Go. It's kind of a goof-around chat show, kind of like this one. Um, you can find that wherever you get your podcast. And speaking of SF Sketch Fest, if you're in the Bay Area and you have tickets to Allison's show but want to see another show on a different day. Yeah, I feel like you're a different weekend, right? 
Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, Jordan Jesse Go is doing a live show January 15th. Uh, that's a Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Uh, we're going to be there at the Punchline Theater. we got a couple of great guests. we got uh, Glenn Washington uh, from the NPR show Snap Judgment and uh, Tony Hale. Tony Hale from oh, Rest yeah. Development and Veep. And he's Forky on Toy Story. Uh, it's going to be a blast. And uh, a couple of couple little surprises, too, that we haven't mentioned yet. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, our live shows are always a lot of fun. SF I was Sketch a guest Fest. on one two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, and Andy Richter. Yeah. And Andy Richter. Yeah, you can uh, you can find that show up in our podcast feed if you'd like to listen. Um, yeah, sfsketchfest.com for tickets, uh, January fifteenth. Yeah, go up January fifteenth. Stay till the twenty sixth. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. San Francisco, famous for affordability, affordable <laughs> stays. Your city for affordable stays. <laughs> David Huntsberger. Yes. Well, you're talking about the Angoras and the lost. Um, uh, art that exists that you're digging back up. If you haven't seen Searching for Sugar Man, have you guys seen it? Oh, oh yeah, no, sure. I heard I it was really good. So goddamn good. Can't recommend it enough. It's on Netflix currently. I love it. So watch Searching for Sugar Man. And then um, I'll be in Winnipeg at Rumors Comedy Club next week. And thank you to the person who reached out and said, hey, I'm glad you mentioned it on Allison's show. We just bought tickets. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So if you live in Canada, I've been bad at promoting that because I just figure I don't know anyone in that place. But they're coming, so that's good. You were here for the show where I was talking about the Canadian bump, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, mm. which is like anytime I mention Canada in the title of a show, more people listen. I don't. It's weird. <laughs> I think Canadian. No, too? I absolutely just like anecdotally when I like look at people who like you know respond on Twitter about the podcast and people people who post about it. Do Canadians love They're, podcasts? I think they like chatty podcasts. I lo- I feel like maybe I should be in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do too. Maybe Part you'll of me get is a like, big turnout. Sure. That'd be great. That'd be great. I hope so. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I've always had a nice time every place I've done comedy in Canada. I've never been to Winnipeg, so I'm excited about that. And then, um, and speaking of people who reached out, remember uh, I mentioned the guy I s- sat next to at the 49ers game, and then I left. He did oh, yeah. reach out, and his name is Russ. And I didn't give him a shout out until now. Hello, Russ. And huge game this Saturday. Go Niners. Wait, did you tell the story on the podcast? Yeah. You did? Okay. Remember, yeah, I was sitting next to him and then oh, yeah. he kind of recognized me. From and your then, voice, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the game ended really quickly and my ride was already like two steps down. So I had to like grab something under my seat and just catch up with them. And then as we were walking down the stairs, I was like, oh my God, I never got that guy's name. So he reached out and was like... Hey, it was me, and his name's Russ, and he's like, I do need to make more noise at, at 49er games. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully he's there this Saturday for a playoff game, making a lot of noise. They'll need it. And then as I keep mentioning, I'm sorry to be such a pest about January 26th, but it really would be beneficial to have a crowd and to not have a heart attack looking at the ticket sales, which I'll start doing more as it gets closer to the date. So if you buy them now, it'll just be great. You can use that promo code Rosen and I'll be wearing, sh- I'll have a haircut then and this cool suit what? we put together. Yeah, I'll have a cool haircut and You're shoes. having such a good hair day right now. It always happens like that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I'm ready to say goodbye to it. It's uh... You've been saying that for... January 26th that's happening and then I'll be wearing shoes that I had a hand in making and if you listen to space I mean like genuinely from the ground up that's something I've wanted to do forever and my friend Jesus has helped me out it's been so cool I'll put if you follow me on Instagram I'll put like photos of it yeah they look pretty kick-ass is this like a loafer thing no it's like a boot 
And Ooh. it ties into when I had the sci-fi show, they gave me these cool boots. And then when the show got canceled, they took them back. What? Yeah. And I had to like, at the very take least, them. you should get to <laughs> leave the, the boots, shoes. leave That's the boots what... at the door. <laughs> they basically did that. Like, turn it on your wow. shit. And I took them to the shoe repair shop. I was going to all the time. And I went in one time with shoes. I had kind of tried to fix. And they were like, do you want to learn how to make shoes? And I was like, Desperately. Wait, your local shoe Wait. repair place said this to you? Yeah, because so I cool. had attempted it. I had just right. rudimentally tried, and they're like, "We can help you do better than that." <laughs> and then the owner at the time was like, "Come in anytime. You can use the tools. You can That's hang so out. Nice. What? It's great." Yeah, wow. so I became friends with like the head shoe guy. There's a whole. I'll probably do this on a Patreon because it's such a crazy story of them going out of business and me not having any contact info, and he doesn't speak English, and me tracking him down and finding him, sort of like Sugar Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Sugar we, man, yeah, <laughs> guys, you're on the same track. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll uh, put those on Instagram, like the pictures of the shoes, and they're they're pretty cool. This is so cool. What yeah. a friendly cobbler. Yeah, the best guy. <laughs> just a genuine, like that endearing quality. It's guided in spades. Just a great human being. That sounds amazing. I want to hear the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Daniel, it's your turn. Well, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quants. And my New Year's resolution this year is to be about 17% funnier on Twitter. So come for the fun <laughs> and stay for the 17% more free comedy. <laughs> and Pete the Retailer, excellent oh, work. I mean, oh, I haven't heard you. the episode yet, so right. that's conditional. Okay. But I feel like I feel like... I feel like it's going to turn out well. How do you feel? I I have a good feeling about it. Okay, good. good. We didn't mention Star Wars once, so that that fills me with warmth. I'm free. <laughs> I think I talked about Baby Yoda earlier. Oh, you did. Uh, sorry. sorry about that. Oh, yeah. And I actually had made a note to myself that I wanted to ask what you thought of The Mandalorian. I enjoyed it. Uh, I did, too. I did, too. I did, too. I'm not a Star Wars person, though. Yeah. But I am a cute baby thing yeah. person. Yeah. That's how they get you. <laughs> I love I the kind of incongruous human baby noises they put in its mouth. Yeah, yeah like literal baby. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yeah, yeah anyway. It's right. Right. It's cute. See, almost made it out without talking about this. Yeah. Uh, please plug anything. That was a weird sound that came out of my mouth. <laughs> plug anything <laughs> you would like to plug. <laughs> Tell us where to find you on uh, social media if you want. If not, that's fine, too. Sure. I'm I'm Pete the Retailer on Twitter and then uh, with StarWarsMinute.com is where we do uh, Monday through Friday. We have a show every day when we're in season. We do uh, one movie every six months or so. And uh, right now we're in the middle of Rogue One. We just had our thousandth episode. I didn't realize that you guys were every day. Wow. Do you yeah. record? Do you like record a bunch of them at once? Uh, we pretend that we don't. We like to, you know, make it. Uh, so you lie. Uh, yeah, we lie to everybody. Like, oh, can you come back tomorrow? But we, we, <laughs> we record, you know, five in a shot. And it takes, you know, the episodes are relatively short. They're, you know, 20, 30 minutes sometimes. So. Mm. Got it. Then it's uh, once we're in, it's it's a it's a ride. It's the same as this show. Yes. It's quite a this ride. This was also a ride. A ride that I enjoyed. Thank oh, you for good. having me. So are well, you scared now that you're going to have to do like the Mandalorian minute and this is going to be the rest of your life? We did a separate uh, spinoff show called The Mandalorian. We, oh, didn't, we didn't do a minute by minute, but minute. we just did, uh, you know, every day that a Mandalorian came out, we would go do one. And, oh, that's and cool. That was, people seemed to like that too. So. Min- yeah. Minnalition Man. <laughs> you go. <laughs> you guys. On Demolition Man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 